0: You always hurt the one you love The one You're listening to Advice Live with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883 Hello, good evening. Hear that song? You always hurt the one you love. Well, always. Always. You always hurt the one you love, I'm not very really good at singing. you always hurt you always hurt the one you love, the one you wouldn't whatever it is, I can't remember it. You hurt it <laughs> one what was that? You shouldn't hurt it uh, the one that you shouldn't hurt oh that's my wife in the background <laughs> she, Now look, that is absolutely absolutely accurate. Because you do not know what love is. And if somebody says, Tain't so. I know what love is. Please call 800-866-8883. And I will show you that it's not true. Now you can believe it or not. That's your, your call. But I say, even though we have very nice people in the world, they're all hu- always hurting the ones they love, even if they give the loved ones the love that they think is love. This program is is an unusual program. What I really want is to. Help you understand what hasn't been understood for thousands of years, except for a very few. The answer to all the suffering, war, and uh, ha- ha- hating, uh, hate the ones you love. That's war. You always hate the ones you did it. was it what? what was it the ones you hurt? You see, a oh, good thing I got my wife behind me. you always hurt the ones you love Um, it's always true because what you think of as love isn't the number to call me 800-866-8883 you always hurt the ones you love the ones you should love uh, what what was it again (laughs) what is hurt or all because you see, I'm glad I got my wife behind me, because it doesn't make sense. It, it, it it's foolish. It makes it, it. makes the music makes it sound real, and tends to ignore it as, as something pretty and obvious. But it's what I'm trying to say: is you always hurt anybody you love because, most of you, 95% I guarantee of the whole world does not know what love is. That's a subject I would love to help you understand. The number is 800-866-8883. Now, ladies and gentlemen, my good friends, I'm saying things that you've never heard before, and, you, and I know that when I say, you always hurt the ones you love. You don't know what love is. Look at this! Look at what's happening. Eighty percent, nearly eighty percent of the people in America have be divorced, and the other twenty percent, I don't know what they're doing to each other. But they just haven't been divorced yet and and they live their life out with one one of the members of the t- of the two are bullies H- Have you realized there's a program a, a commercial actually putting mother away, putting mother away she said she's 70, 80, 90 but parents don't, children don't want their parents with them my mother used to say I think I can remember it it comes to me know I better not say it because I'll mess it up it's too long ago it's, it's like a, a mother can bring up two children but a, the children can't help the mother when she's old it was something like that but it's more uh, more um, more correct but you see the point the reason why is because the fathers died because the men are any. The, 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 the truth of the matter it says that men die earlier than women but the reason why they die earlier men, because they don't know how to deal with her and they get frustration the foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise often called meditation which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears, and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now, from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. Yes, I've been talking about you only hurt the ones you love, the ones you shouldn't hurt at all. And I made some interesting comments here. 80% of the United States and other countries, too, doing the same thing, falling into a great chasm of misery is happening with every race and color and creed there's a war between men and women and there shouldn't be now uh, what I would like for you to do and I said a few moments ago let me say it again Um, on the TV they have announcement I just want to say it over again because you may not have Listen to the opening show. That you always see angels for mothers. I think that's the way it is. And you, it doesn't. You don't hear from men needing angels, if you know what I mean. They're not really angels. They're just people that take care of mother, because the 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 family. When you get married, you don't want, you need your mother anymore. and so that's the reason and your mother hasn't performed very good she's either wicked or she loves too much and becoming addicted to the the father but addicted to what she thinks of as love in other words what she thinks of love or the man thinks of as love is the pleasure of sex now I didn't say Sex wasn't pleasant, but like everything else, you've got to be careful not to use the feeling you get as if that was love. It's just a feeling. It's a. It's a. Well, I say the word good. I don't mean it's good, but to, to you, it's a good feeling. It's pleasant, but it isn't good. I got the good. Got the right words there it's pleasant but not good only God is good there is no good in the whole universe you must think this is a silly man he does not know what he's talking about there weren't many Jesuses and when ordinary people became the extension of Jesus they put him to death in the early in the early stages, there's something about goodness, or let's call it decency. Something that is actually it's ugly. Goodness is ugly to evil. In other words, there's something about innocence that's disturbing to those who have lost innocence and if if a child is able to retain his a, a little piece of his innocence it show it shines and so when the, sco- when the kid goes to school all the kids have lost their innocence and the very presence of that little child maybe the same age as all of them the very presence of that causes them to want to destroy push him, bully him laugh at him, degrade him this wasn't the same thing when I was living in England as as a kid I didn't like school so much I don't like being taught I don't like someone to teach me anything. I ha- I've still kept my intuition, what my, I was born with, only because I had a good family. That's all. A very good family, and a very good mother, very good father, but an extra, extra wonderful father. But he wasn't wonderful in the sense that you could see his wonderability. He just had a way about him that loves you and when i asked him what is the meaning of life dad many times well maybe a few times because they think if one or two times was enough i got it i remember myself asking that question but before that i think in my mother's womb it's a very strange thing to say but it appears And I know it's impossible to speak or know language in your mother's womb or outside your mother's womb, not far away from being born and before you were born. I can't make an understanding of it yet, but it's always this, what is the meaning of life? what is it and I can remember standing to take to take that concept a little further I remember when I was about 13 and I had to go to work as a diamond cutter because my father died at 42 but standing at the window with the air raid siren outside I can see myself Looking out the window, it's a very small window, and we had two beds in that bedroom, and it just barely fit in the bed. It wasn't enough room for the well, wasn't really enough room between our beds. That's all you could do. You have to sort of get yourself into the into the house into that room and and go to sleep. But I'm standing next to the window, and I'm thinking, what well, I'm I'm learning diamond cutting, but I don't see any future to that. I want, what's the purpose of life? I was asking that myself. What is the purpose of life? All of a sudden, something says, something said it in my mind if you do that, you will die. It was a little bit of a shock for a minute, but I said, get away you devil gone another day I'm coming to a point I think you may like this uh, concept here what I'm talking about I'm riding my bicycle oh I was going to to work with my bicycle and so I locked the door my mother wasn't there for some reason and it was a cold day and made sure the door was locked, not that we had anything to steal, mind you when I got downstairs something says oh you didn't lock the door All right, so went up and checked it out very carefully pulled on the the handle or whatever it was and went down, got on my bicycle and uh, ten miles away is where I was working along the border the border next to the ocean and uh, all of a sudden something says but you didn't lock the door I said what "Um, you didn't lock the door I said screw you whoever you are That's not the exact words I said, but I think it's those exact words. And from that day, for many, many, many years later, I never had heard from this voice again, but it was there. Now, I made a few mistakes in my life. I don't see anybody who doesn't do them, doesn't make any mistakes as you grow up, especially not having parents. But maybe in this case, not having parents. Maybe not so because my father was special, and so let me just play with that and uh, put it aside. I operated the Institute of Hypnosis, in which which was the city, Anne? Houston, Texas. Uh, Houston, Texas. It's been such a long time, yeah. huge, long, long time ago. And uh, that was long before I married my. my yes, it was. Yes. It, let me see now. No, it was. no. I, I left. Let me just start, start it again. I spent about three or four, I can't remember, three or four years with the hypnosis of, of life. Hypnosis. I understood hypnosis. My great interest was hypnosis because when I was young and and in England again now back in England as a younger person I asked myself how is it possible for Adolf Hitler to turn a whole country, all by himself, with support of course, financial support, but he was so powerful, so shocking, so evil, there's something about evil that can be very ups- exciting we'll take a t- we'll take a uh, a shot of that later on but I needed to know so I bought hypnosis books it didn't teach me anything and so, but, so one day I went into the part of, of Brighton in England and there was a a theater with some live people doing things but one of them was hypnosis So I I, I took my dollar or whatever it was, a pound, and went in and saw people being hypnotized just for, you know, just for fun. People didn't believe it, but I did. I looked for books, couldn't find them really that explained anything. But one day... I'm interested now my mind is set I have to f- understand this is the purpose of my life this is going to be the purpose of my life uh, but I ev- eventually I left, I left it behind because I saw what I had been doing and going forward again to, to Houston, Texas see so, so I'm going backwards and forwards here but anyway m- my mother has a friend from the First World War and she's a very nice person very sweet, sweet, sweet person and she had a headache and she says to me you're doing hypnosis, are you? yes, I said, I'm just learning she says, I've got a terrible headache could you help me with it? I said, of course I touched her on her forehead and she fell asleep and then she 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 woke up and the headache was gone that's interesting and so that encouraged me when I got to be 18 I went into the military Now I don't know why I'm telling you the story I was started out speaking about something else but I think this is important it's a story I'm trying to get to and make a point at the end of this And I don't like people telling me what to do or screaming at me. But screaming they do, as you know, and calling all kinds of horrible names just to to get you to react. But I got it right away. Reaction was causing the the soldiers to present arms, etc., etc., etc. And to do it right, and being screamed at, and comes up and down with his big mouth in your ear. But the one thing, I was the only person there that did not respond to the sergeant, or is the acting sergeant, to be correct. He tried to upset me. He tried to t- correct me you know how you see in the movies all the time if you've never been in the military yelling, screaming, cursing you degrading you yes sergeant, no sergeant uh-huh. yeah. the more he tried to upset the word is to upset and the w- word upset is, is there as part of the training you have to upset them so they come from all different parts of the world and all different kinds of conditioning, but he's going to have to make all of them one. I understand that's, that's necessary, but there's a right way and a wrong way, but I'm going to talk about the the wrong way. Cursing you, buggering you, excuse the expression, I don't know where that come from, but doing all the harsh saying all the rash thing and making you stand to attention and punishing you this and punishing you that and screaming at you as you see on the movies if you've never been in the, in the military. But the one thing he couldn't do is get me to react. And the more I was able to stay calm now, when I say calm, it sounds like it's something, like you have to do something. But apparently, he couldn't make me react because I knew from hypnosis that's what it is, and it's important because if you have a programmed soldier, you don't have a per- don't have a soldier that's strong enough. Unless he's over... He's, he, like myself, was able to let it go and play with it and play on with it. But in order to get a group all the same, marching together, you have to... Do the the, the, the um, sergeant major or playing margins... Plying that that's a, that's a position he needs to make everybody be lined up and to respond to a familiar yelling and screaming man do this man do that but there's a better way because what what the per, what the, the sergeant major was doing was hypnotizing and hypnotizing causes the the soldier to be subject to the bully and become strong now they still have certain aspects about themselves, but the minute the sergeant major says, "Do this and do that in in a magical moment, everybody jumps to attention and jumps to what I didn't jump I didn't react. I did it. I did what I was told, but it never got to me, mentally. I still s- remain Roy Obermeister. That's my, my old name. Ober. My name is Roy. Roy Obermeister. Roy is, Roy is, uh, a word for a loyal, a loyal person. Loyalty. Obermeister is over. It's German. Over. Over the master. I didn't like that. My father didn't like that, by the way. So he says, we changed our name. Masters, Roy Masters. That's how it is. So don't play with me with this. I just want to share it as I'm talking with you. Now, let's take it a little bit further. As long as I was holding my ground, I was upsetting the... the, Sergeant Major disciplining me I didn't I wasn't disciplined I was by nature understanding that I need to stand to attention and do what he says smartly but not have a reaction to it the others not so now I'll take it a little bit further I'm Jewish, I'm 18 and I'm in the army now and we have our bunks and and all the usual things that we need and they started to mess with me calling me all kinds of names and things like that but I found myself throwing people through a window and then I had respect somebody says do this and do that I said no back off so he started to do something before I knew it this guy was a big guy It went right through the window and then I got some respect from the guy's in the platoon. And I. I begin to use my hypnosis. As entertainment. And guess what. I'm a little embarrassed to say this. But I have to share it with you. I mesmerized. Nearly everyone. In the platoon. And guess what. I didn't have to clean my gun. I didn't have to put to, to polish my shoes they all did it for me and they think they they think they thought they were doing a kind thing for me it doesn't make any sense but it does make sense because once I start to entertain and getting a few people doing silly things and everybody laughing the excitement of all that made them more subject, all of them subject to me and not the sergeant major he was losing control over them I had him and so he became angry and we had one of those we have to go around in a big place I can't remember, it's a long time ago I'm almost 90 you'll forgive me but uh, some words uh, fail me but you had to climb under in the mud, and explosions around you—you you know how all that is. Like make a warfare machine gun f- flying over your head. And he puts he puts an explosive underneath me. He, he, he guided me to a certain place and blew me up to fifteen feet in the air. That was supposed to upset me. That didn't upset me either. And they sent the. It, 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 because things didn't go wrong, he blamed me before he it, it, it wasn't happy, so he made the whole group go round again, which was miserable, and then blame, blame blame it on me. So he got so angry, he got the, the soldiers in a circle. <laughs> That's coming up. Are we coming up to a break? Right. <laughs> I don't know why I'm telling you the story, but. so it, it, my producer says it's an obstacle course but it sounds a different name in in England but never mind he's got the point anyway so the, the sergeant was f- f- fuming and what he did he's caused the whole platoon to go in a circle you take a hundred and twenty five 50 I don't know a big guy and put me in the ring with him and I'm only um, I'm only 150 pounds but I had something I understood it and so he rolls up his sleeve and said look don't roll up your sleeve Take your, we'll take our tunics off and he as he took his tunic off and I Shammed to do mine I whacked him on and he fell asleep for a long time now what I'm saying here is I didn't didn't know I never felt like I was doing anything he had responded to me because the, the response was the extension of the fact that he was one of the people in, in the dormitory and he was S- somewhat hypnotized by me before that so when the tre- when the t- sergeant major t- tried to make him do what he wanted him to do he ended up doing what I wanted him to do say take your tunic off and while his hands were behind his back well you know this story I can tell you now I've started off with one thing and I'm ending up in another part of it I am beginning to understand How to overcome the, the overcomer Do you understand What I mean by this I Was Just 150 pounds And I could take Anybody down Or Even better If a bully Tries to mess with me now I'm not bragging I'm just trying to make a point about what God is believe it or not I am trying to talk about God but I have to tell you my experiences with him that I didn't know I had I knew I had the devil when I said you know sitting by the window what's the meaning of life that's when I was 13 and something says if you look for that you will die and I said go away f you uh, basically speaking now we come back to my story even the dark side couldn't make me respond Ob- obsessed uh, demoralized in some way how many people have th- words and thoughts in their mind that talk to them you're living in a state of hypnosis and uh, and if if you love anybody well i can tell you the story about my wife in the car and one of the reasons why i married her it's not because I could hypnotize, which I could. All it happened was, uh, I'm going to just take these little pieces and put them together. I'm just telling me my, the story that you may never hear. There's much more than this. Much, much more. This is just basic stuff. And so, I, I, I she looked like my mother a little bit, I suppose. And so I approached her and she I, I had, I think we had lunch, dinner, and we sat in the car outside, and she says, "I have a, had a car. I have a headache." I said, "I can fix that." And I touch her on the forehead, and I got all, all, I got all the information I need, all about the brothers, the name of the brothers, the name of the mother and the father, except like that. And when she opened her eyes, she said, "My headache's gone." I said, your brother is this name, your mother is this name, I gave her a whole bunch of things. She said, how did you know that? I said, because I hypnotized you. I married her, not just then, because off I went and 300 miles away, uh, something says to me, you've got to go back and marry that woman, I did. I've been married to 64, 65 years. She had such a serious problem that no one on earth could have fixed her. And this was my... This is what what I had to do. Not so much with the sergeant major, but hoping that I can wake her up to what I did to her. Meaning she was suggestible like so many people are suggestible I'll give you another idea and a concept I'm in uh, I'm still in the army now back there and we have a pub it's not the same as what we have here it's American places where you eat uh, and drink wine and things like it's not the same it's it's a nice thing and so so he was drinking um, beer I don't drink and he but I was sitting there for some reason and with him and he says how can you do all this how can you make people do all the things you you do he says how does he, you, can't, can, you can't hypnotize me I said you're already hypnotized he said what do you mean I said you are already hypnotized authority He says but what's that there He says it's it is beer You like beer yes have you drunk any yes but you can't do it now He says yes I can pick it up No he couldn't He says could not lift the glass from the table he said how did you do this he's talking to me he could not lift it because I took over what he is he he he, he gave me without him knowing the power to speak through him as if it was him doing it trying to say things ladies and gentlemen I'm capable of doing that but I won't I can use it if I want to I can do here it comes what Hitler did I know how it works now I know how to overcome almost anybody not always not everybody but most 70% least of the country but then as i have grow and uh, and the mystery of it um, it entices me i opened the institute of hypnosis in which is the which was the and which is which is the city was it yeah, but what was the name of the? What was the name of the city? Houston. Houston is right. And I can't remember. It's too long ago. Yeah. I've got my wife behind me, just checking me out. Um, and so I did this for about three years. But as the three years grow, I began to see that hypnosis is what's wrong with everybody. I cannot do this any more because it isn't a cure. Yes, it's a novelty. I'm standing years into the future. Into the future, I'm going all over the place. I'm ha- in, in America now. I mean, I'm still in America, but I'm in Los Angeles, and i was, I was waiting for my car to be fixed. It was leaking a little bit. It's a truck I had And there's a lady standing by me And she's smoking a cigarette I smile at her, she smiles at me I said, do you like smoking? She said, no, I don't like smoke I said, why do you smoke? I don't know Well, she's very sweet I said, would you like to stop smoking? Oh, yes, do you know? I said, I will show you Just close your eyes And this is where the hypnotism comes in I said, "Now try to smoke the cigarette." She couldn't, and this was standing next to her. In within a few minutes, oh dear, here we are. Oh, all right, so I, I had my eyes closed. I didn't see John from Arizona, Arizona and um, I have a, a complex, a, conf, a conflict here. Do I continue? Or continue tomorrow night, and take up the, this gentleman in Arizona, which I shall do, and maybe there's to be a little bit time left to say all the things I want to say. Maybe not today, but tomorrow. I've got a caller, and I have to do take one caller at least. And I was looking for what I'm really looking for is people with terrible diseases. I mean. Give me what nobody can fix and you're and you're dying from it. That's what I want tomorrow. Tonight is too too late. I'm just giving you bits and pieces of stories. But most of all, I gotta tell you that I for some magical reason, slowly but surely I was writing books and I swore I wasn't gonna do put. Scriptures and anything in it, and t- talk about God. But when I finished each book, it was full of that. I ca- I can't believe how it happened. I was, I was, being, motivated, by the spirit, of Paradise Lost. And my journey is, and my journey still is, to show you how, nearly all of your problems can be overcome in minutes, in days in a month or two all of them have the root the hypnotic root you do not know you are hypnotized state when you come into the world that's what happens you came into the world with an intuition a, a free person a potentially free person but if you look carefully you're walking in one of your parents' shoes. And when your children grow up, they either rebel against it. That's one thing that's bad, and I won't go into it right now. But when you you react to your parent, you are corrupted, put in a hypnotic state. The same state she has but doesn't know it. The same state that she, she had that was cruel or p- poisoned you with kindness it made you co- codependent or to run away from her hunger for you uh, I'm going I've got to stop for a minute I can't stop though it's so hard so I'll just finish off tomorrow night I'm going to stay, John in, I beg your pardon John because I had my eyes closed when I was talking and all this dribble was coming out of me. So he has a uh, his wife is an Pisa and has anxiety, and he wants to know how he, he he can help her. It's a good it's a good question, but I wish it was more powerful. But it's it what John is is asking me is very basic, and basic is very important. Hello, John. I kept you waiting. I really am sorry. Hello, oh, right. Can I, is it can you can you speak a little louder? Uh, how's this? Huh? Uh can you hear me? Yes. How how about here? I can't hear him. So I'll go on. Can you hear right. me? Yes, but is it, are you John? Yes. Oh, okay cuz you sound like my my producer. <laughs> go go ahead, John. <laughs> so yes, I'd like I'd like to know how to help my wife. You can't. Not possible. Okay. Unless unless you stop reacting to her. In other words, you don't have authority. You're looking to your wife for love, correct? Uh, I used to yes. be that way. Yes. Yes, yes, but looking for looking to your wife for love makes her god puts in a position of God and she hates you for this she'll hate you because what she wants is to be saved from her mother and the the failing father of her life and when she married you she hoped that you were a man and said put the fruit down no you can't have a car but 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 I said you can't have a car we, I'm going to build a big builder house I'm the I'm the, the, the king of this house so to speak it's how you react to her unless because you are a sensitive person and I can hear it in your voice that you don't know how to react to pressure correct? I'm um. I'm not. I'm not sure how to answer that. It depends on the extent of the pressure. Well, you talk about your wife, and your wife is an PISA. What does that mean? It means she gives herself to you to get what she wants from you, and damned if she gets it, and damned if she doesn't. Is that correct? Yeah, that used to be correct. Uh, we stopped playing. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> playing so the Adam you- and Eve game at this point well so you've been listening to me for a while I guess yes yes well that's good so uh, I, I will take it that your wife is an appeaser and she does lots of nice things for you and then you can feel the pull of her wanting to give wanting you to give her what she wants but what does she want how do you deal with the woman who loves you and it looks like love anyway and doing things for you and appeasing you to give you something is a pull do you don't you feel a pull when she does that correct or not uh, yes before well now that pill that that moment that pull you must watch for it and stop getting upset because you really don't know what she wants She so you don't know what love is and if you love her or give in to her you encourage her to be worse than she was before and you never get, and it starts up all over again all you need to do is to st- hold your ground so when she does nice things for you you take it Thank you But when she expects When at a moment comes Having th- thought to herself In her own way That she can ask you to Pressure you Ask then pressure But I'll do nice things for you So you, so you wants something from you This is not the way It should be you to say to your wife did you do this because you love me she says yes but no you don't love me because you you're you're be loving me to make me to make me give you what i shouldn't give you okay. to, in other words, and, and, you uh, and not what see and did you follow that and, yeah, I, f- I follow that, and, and we've Look, moved away let's from say, that. Let's, let's say you have a friend or people, and they give you nice things. I had a little girl, uh, and she was eight years old. She keeps calling me, and I'm helping all the time. She, she says, Grandma, Grandpa. And she was on the radio with it several times with similar things. My grandma. And I know the grandmother is a very wicked woman. I know I, I know how she destroyed her, her, her mother. Of this little girl. And uh, I said, can you, this, this little girl calls. She says, if my mother, grandmother, wants to give me something, and I don't want it, is it all right not to take it? Now, if I was her mother, or an ignorant mother which most mothers are I would say don't hurt the, your, your mother, grandmother, your grandmother's feelings or whatever it is or that person's feelings do you feel the pull? she says yes I feel a pull I said whenever you feel the pull there's danger like a lollipop a car stops and a man opens a window and gives a kid a lollipop the one that takes the lollipop dies the one that says no thank you walks away, lives there's a big difference it's a sailboat they're playing it on they're playing it in, in a small little river and they had a little sailboat a little, a t- little piece of wood, little bit of wind, blows them both away. One, they're both. One reaches for it and and falls in the into into the water and drowns. The other one doesn't. He lets it go. There's a difference between the two. One can't say, no. One can't say losing something and grasping it it's the time to let things go and say no now we come back to your question when a person w- but let me just go take it a little bit further so the story continues grandma comes and with all kinds of to- toys and she says but grandma's coming now what do I do? I said do you feel the pull? I said that's whenever you feel the pull hold your ground don't, get, don't let it bother you can you do that? even your mother, if your grandmother screams and yells and throws the toys in the in the garbage can you say no thank you grandma calmly and he did it and exactly what happened instead of the child getting broken the child grew in that moment became stronger and the mother screamed angrily threw all the toys in in the garbage can just the way i said it cuz i asked her can you th- can you can you do this can you survive that because that's what's going to happen and it happens and she ran away but the average mother wouldn't answer that question don't hurt your mother grandmother just take it it's, listen you make your my grandma no that is teaching her to give in to evil that's what the grandmother was she's giving you something for you to give of yourself now do you understand that that's clear isn't it now your wife yeah. is, the, is, is that person and you're the little kid and she does nice things for you and then puts a the pressure on you and you feel the pull now the in that pool you have gotta be very careful if you get upset and the little girl didn't get upset the whole thing is not getting upset if you are calm in that moment and not give in not even talk about it at all if you're just calm and don't react she will react and become very angry. And run away from you. But then she feel guilty. And she will come back again. And again. Hoping to upset you. But. Each time the pull. Gets easier. So. You can become more calm. And the more calm you are. The more. Noble. Noble you become because then you'll be able to say young lady you're playing this little game you're doing nice things for me in order to get what you want to manipulate me I will, haven't been giving in nor will I ever give in I'm the master of this house and you are to do as I respectfully wish you to do now that make her upset even more but you know what happens she either gets better and loves you or goes (laughs) crazy and drops dead I'm adding a little extra because it's it's the kind of thing that can get so frustrated they they run off and kill themselves and if you you know that's the case you haven't lost anybody because behind the graciousness as a grown up person the little girl dealt with it her grandma and I said can you stay calm when, you, when your grandma starts to throw all the tr- all the toys in the garbage and run can you still stay calm she says yes grandpa she calls me grandpa I'm not a grandpa this little girl is going to grow up to be a whole person because I am the grandpa I'm not the grandpa but I'm playing the role of the father who wasn't there and the mother had the wisdom say talk to Roy and she's been talking to me ever since I want you to understand your strength does not lie in winning anything or losing it it's not a win or lose it's standing your ground but it doesn't take energy what you're looking for Is the power the innocence that you once had as a child and you have to fall back on it and we haven't got time to to show you how to do that this minute but this would be a nice discussion for tomorrow if you will call back or anybody call back my wife had a serious one I had no idea in 64 years I have not reacted, but guess what she became very sick, and she's sitting behind me and The more she did it, the more calm I was or strong holding the ground but it isn't a, it isn't a it isn't a the strong you know there's two kinds of strongs one has angry. One has an anger in it, and the other one is gentle. No, you cannot. Not no, you can't. See, there's beauty in saying no. And the minute you say no, you have a reaction in anybody. So even if you grow, uh, I come back to my own life in the military which I was talking about nothing could make me react and as long as the person tries to continue to react I became calmer I became stronger but I don't feel the strength there's something in me that won't let anyone hurt me and I can say no to the to a dinosaur So to speak a a person And not be hurt The more they try To do that The calmer I got okay, okay I wish I had more time Ladies and gentlemen Calm When your thoughts Come to you Don't get angry with them Stay calm Watch them Just watch them Go to my website FHU.com FHU.com And get 7 minute meditation Please, it doesn't cost anything Just 7 minutes A couple of times a day And I will show you how to say no Without getting upset Or reacting to a person's upset With upsetness You will always win they will react to your non-reaction can't get their way no matter how much they try the calmer you get the stronger you are as a person and the other person goes crazy